0: Is this the best time to go house hunting? What's happening in the housing market right now is just frustrating. A lot
1: of mixed signals coming from the housing market. Decode this for us and what it means.
0: The issue, if you're trying to buy, is that there just isn't even inventory out
1: there. Come to find out your resource for all things real estate. Current market terms you'll hear and see during a transaction. What to do and not to do once you're in contract. Interviews with industry partners to help you choose who you want on your home team. Home team. Now here's your host, Sarah Tress.
0: Hi, and welcome to this week's episode of Come to Find Out. This week, we are joined by Zach Williams of State Bank, and uh, he has taken time out of his day to just kind of talk to us a little bit about uh, what State Bank has to offer. Uh, he also has a new role here, so just wanted to kind of catch up with him and, and find out you know, all the good things he's doing. So, Zach, thank you so much awesome. for being here.
1: Sarah, thanks for having me. Um... Yeah, so I'm with State Bank. We're a local community bank. Uh, we've been at, we're based out of the Defiance area of Ohio, but we've been in Central Ohio for about 15 years now. Um, we've grown to be the sixth largest lender for volume in Central Ohio. So uh, we're doing a lot of loans, and, and we do them well. Um, I recently got a new role here as their community development officer, and um, a large piece of that role is doing... Um, Going out in the community and discussing affordable housing with various organizations, realtors, realtor organizations, um, discussing our special home loan program or our community home loan, um, which I can talk about a little more in detail as we move on. But connecting with affordable housing organizations, providing homeownership classes, financial literacy classes, organizations like Homes on the Hill, Homeport, um, Move to Prosper, or Example organizations that I connect with, and see how State Bank can help facilitate their initiative while providing uh, homeownership opportunities for people in low to moderate income areas.
0: Yeah, I love that because I feel like that's something that not a lot of people focus on, and I don't think a lot of people really understand that massive gap between you know kind of that middle class and lower class, and you know even whenever you break it up in between you know the the color segments and things like that. Um, I think you were sharing some stats with me earlier about like the difference, you know, the discrepancy between white and then black and brown people, um, and I found it fascinating. Yeah, yeah.
1: So there's um, a large gap in homeownership between black and brown individuals in Franklin County and white individuals in Franklin County and many of those organizations um, that I had mentioned one of them also called convergence Columbus um, is looking to help close that gap by providing um, opportunities for individuals in those areas so there's a large affordable housing issue around central Ohio and home prices or whatever it may be I I heard a great definition of what affordable housing is. I heard this last night. Affordable housing is any housing that it does not go higher than about 30% of your income. So any house can be an affordable housing depending on your situation. Mm-hmm. So maybe that $500,000 house is an affordable house for you if you have that type of income. But if a $100,000 house if that monthly payment is still more than 30% of your income, that may not be an affordable situation for you. So I like that definition because it does provide honesty in that, well, one segment of an area is affordable, while another segment of an area may not be affordable. So um, there is a large gap in affordable housing around Central Ohio, whether that's through rental housing, just housing in general, Mm -hmm. or even homeownership housing. And um, so I'll talk about our community home loan, it offers um, a. Um, it's a great program for borrowers in low to moderate income areas that are low to moderate income borrowers, and it's it's a special financing program. You know, conditions apply, things like that. But it's a great opportunity to help support those homeownership initiatives in those areas.
0: Yeah. I love that. And I love that that's an area of focus, you know, for you and for State Bank. Um, You know, since we've worked together, you know, for, and we've known each other for a while now, you know, that customer service is so huge to me. And I know that customer service is huge to you. Um, So could you kind of walk us through, like, what is the process if, you know, someone came to you and was like, hey, I'm really looking to purchase a house, you know, what do you do that really helps them to feel like they are supported and that they're not just a number to you?
1: Yeah, customer service is paramount to any home buying experience, whether that's with state bank or any other bank. I think customer service is a linchpin in the entire transaction. And the way I operate, somebody reaches out to me, they say, hey, Zach, I'm interested in buying a home. I start talking with them about what their goals are, what their plans are. What are the next steps? Is this a forever home? Um, And then we start generally talking about some financials. And then if they're open to now completing a pre-approval, we can either complete that in person, they can come into my office here. We can do it over the phone or I have a link that they can complete stuff online. Most of my clientele are doing stuff online. And once that's submitted, I'll review everything, pull credit, review it, and then I'll reach out to them to go over their options. And from there we discuss, hey, this is these are your options to now buy this house. These are some ways to do this. And customer service you know, I was telling you earlier off camera that (laughs) I was texting with a client last night at like nine o'clock. She had a bunch of questions um, about buying a land loan and she's got a unique scenario. So we're trying to help her buy some land to eventually build her dream Mm -hmm. home on, but she has a condo to sell and, you know, we might get a home equity line on this condo to use as a down payment on this land and just trying to help her navigate all these different nuances and moving parts. So ultimately, I'm a visual learner, so I want to educate people in a visual way. So I drew pictures of, hey, this is the loan on this property, and this is the loan on this property, and this is how they get all consolidated together. And then I sent her a video of explaining all these things with these pictures. And this was at 9.30 at night last night after I put (laughs) my kids to bed. So when you talk about customer service and how I, like, those are my clients, and that's how how I take uh, or how I really manage to make sure that they're getting the best service possible. Also coming from an education front. So I was in education before being in finance. I was going to be a PE and health teacher and coach football and do this whole cliche. So education is really another cornerstone to how I operate my, my mortgage practice because people are overwhelmed and you know, undereducated about the whole process. So the more information that we can get to them, the better they're going to be, the more confident they're going to be in the situation and the more trust that they're going to have.
0: Yeah, I completely agree. And uh, it's funny, uh, I get texts, you know, I have some people that work third shift. And so sometimes I'll get texts at, you know, 11 o'clock, 12 o'clock, one o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Um, and I always tell people like, feel free to, to text. If I'm asleep, yeah. I'm not going to respond, yeah. but you're not going to wake me up. And I'll respond as soon as you I know, wake I up. A,
1: so my... my um email signature says call text 24 7 yeah and people are always like really 24 7 like yeah you can do it i may mean, not respond at to in the morning but i'll get to you as soon as i wake up
0: right yeah. <laughs> yeah. right exactly yeah. i know that's what i always try and tell people um you know that like you can text whenever you want it's yeah. if i'm asleep it will not wake me up i promise yeah,
1: you <laughs> yeah. ask any questions right
0: yeah, yep. I love that. I love that. Um, now you had mentioned the education piece. Do you all have um, you know classes that you teach here on homeownership? Like, what are some different things that you do to kind of help people feel less overwhelmed in in this home buying process? Yeah.
1: So as I had mentioned, so in this newer role, um, I'm reaching out to these organizations, trying to set up um, homeownership classes through those organizations, or um, help facilitate homeownership classes that maybe they already, they do. So now I can be a, maybe a guest speaker and talking about those things. Um, So oftentimes I would partner with an agent like yourself and we would reach out to our client base and say, Hey, we're putting on this homeownership class at, uh, you know, maybe there's a bar and you get a free ticket, a drink ticket or something just to get some people in and have a homeownership type class. Um, So that's really the extent of the homeownership type stuff. Um, but I'm happy to go through um, and educate and educate clients um, as much as they need to in the home ownership process. I'll also provide um, agent teams with uh, maybe they, they need a lunch and learn for like an affordable housing mm-hmm. person. And I can come in and talk about, hey, these are the affordable housing programs in the area. These are some affordable housing numbers. These are th- some things to keep in mind. I also do that with new construction because I know new construction um, is, is a big portion of our industry right now. So there's some gaps in education, potentially for agents who like, yeah, I I know that there's new construction out there. I don't know the nuance of it or how a land loan gets consolidated to a construction loan on a custom construction. So just going out, I'll bring some coffee, donuts, lunch, whatever it may be, to these agents and we'll educate in that way.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I love that. I think that's so great. And I do love the fact that, uh, you know, as we mentioned, neither of us are a nine to five person. uh, And I feel like sometimes there are some of those lenders out there that are like, nope, it's five o'clock, we're done. So I love that you're like that. Is that a state bank thing? Or is that just just you personally?
1: Um, I think that's a state bank thing. um, in that we try to, so the ownership of the loan file from beginning to end, is so prevalent at all parts. So once I start the loan, it goes to our processing team upstairs here in our building. It goes to our underwriters. They take ownership of that deal in a way that you, as an agent, and me, as a lender, do. And that, oh, we really want this house for these people. It's like such a great house. It's mm-hmm. a perfect scenario. These people have been looking. Like we tell that story as part of our loan process so that when it does get to processing, they have ownership in saying, Hey, I know Mr. and Mrs. Smith. They're working really hard. Let's help them get that house. Um, it also, the my customer service comes from um, a family business. When I was a kid, my grandfather ran a family business. And customer service was key in all things that we did. And as a kid, I grew up working in that business and saw that. And just, that's a big cornerstone to how I
0: I love that. That's why you have such a good work ethic, because you started so young. <laughs> yeah, I
1: think I was 12. It was a marina, and I would wash boats, clean boats, deliver boats. How fun. It was really cool. Yeah.
0: yeah. So you got to drive the boats at 12?
1: Yes. <laughs> yes, I did.
0: It's fine. We're not turning you yeah, in. So they,
1: I'd have to deliver the boats, so they dropped drop me in the water, and like, I'd have to like test jet skis, too. So my uncle would drop wow. me in and be like, all right, go run that jet ski. Make sure it runs okay. Like for thirty minutes, he's like, "All right, I'll be back in thirty minutes." And then I'd come back. He goes, "Is it running okay?" Because he had like just worked on the engine. Like, yeah, it worked great for me. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was a lot of like mowing and weed whacking and then cleaning boats and power washing boats and all sorts of stuff. So yeah, started at a young age.
0: I love it. Yeah. I love it. I think my first job, uh, I was 13 and I was a gymnastics coach. So, oh, that's cool. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's why we have our customer service backgrounds, right? customer service. <laughs> yeah. I love it. I love it. Well, and it probably is why you've received these awards that are right here um, is because you do go above and beyond.
1: Well, I try my best and it's really just about making sure that that person feels comfortable. And, you know, I'll be one of the first to say that if someone comes in with a better deal, oftentimes... Yeah, that's a good deal. I can't, you know, for whatever reason, hey, we can't match that, or hey, that, I don't know how they're coming up with that number, but that, uh, you know, that's a potentially a better deal for you and your family to meet those goals that we've discussed. I'm certainly going to try to do everything I can to yeah. win that deal or try to still help that client. But at the end of the day, like, yeah, that's a better situation sometimes. And I'm not afraid to share that. I'm not afraid to say that or even walk them through, like, hey, these are the numbers for this other lender. These are what they're charging you. This is what I'm charging you. It's a little less here, but I've got a little less here. There's a balancing act. I'll walk through numbers with with people all the time and making sure they really understand their apples-to-apples comparison versus sometimes, you know, I may get shown a deal that, okay, well, they're showing you this. I don't think that that's accurate. I think something's going to come up later. But just so that you know, Mm -hmm. you know, to be prepared in case something does change you know? so just being open and honest and if it's a better deal it's a better deal
0: yeah no and I think that's so good because I do the same thing I'm just like I may not be the, the right person for you and yeah. if, if we're not a right fit like Okay, like, yeah. no big deal. I wish you all the luck in the world, and you know, I'm always here. Um, but I have clients sometimes that are like, "Hey, I want to shop around banks," and I think that they are under the impression that each bank can give them a different interest rate. Yeah. Um, so, can you kind of speak to that? Is it just? I mean, like, I know oh, you probably can explain this way better than me, but um, what I understand is that you know the Fed kind of sets the rate, and then you know you guys have different programs and, you know, things that you could possibly do, but for the most part, the interest rate is the same. So really what they're doing when they're shopping around is looking at closing costs and out of pocket.
1: Yeah. So generally speaking, interest rates are going to be about in the same spot, regardless of who they talk to. Closing costs are going to be different, um, but some rates may be padded a little more. And that may be because it's a larger bank and they spend a lot of money on marketing. The way to fund that marketing is to increase their rate a little bit Mm
0: -hmm. or to
1: increase their costs. Um, So here at State Bank, we don't do a lot of marketing. We like to keep our margins as thin as possible so that we can provide a great rate and reasonable costs to our client. Um, We also talk a lot about quality. And having a quality experience is way better than um, an experience from a lender who is just pushing out a ton of quality.
0: Quality, mm-hmm. yeah, quantity. Yes.
1: Um, so, I think we had mentioned earlier um, when we were talking that some lenders may have great closing cost deals or great rates. Mm-hmm. But what's your experience going to be like with that? You know, do you need a quality experience where you're getting texts from your agent or from your lender and agent at nine o'clock at night, keep keeping you up to date, or are you going to have just a quick? I'm um, a number scenario and you only get to talk to them between nine and five. So quality quantity is a big, big conversation around
0: that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I totally agree because, <clears throat> yes, I have had situations where, you know, the uh, the closing costs were so much less, but the experience was... Um, not good. And so a lot of times, you know, it kind of goes back to that saying, like you get what you pay for. And so, you know, I like that you kind of break that down. And if someone brings you a deal, you're not just like, well, fine. You know, you're like, or you're like, no, 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 pick me. You're like, okay, well, let's look at it. You know, let's compare apples to apples. I'm like, yep, that is a great deal. And
1: that's a better deal. I don't know how they're coming up with it, but maybe (laughs) that's a better deal. But you know, we certainly want every opportunity. We can to help.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, I love that. Yeah. I love that. I think that's so great. And again, it goes back to, you know, just providing like amazing customer service.
1: Yeah. You know, the whole like rate cost thing and like, oh, well, so-and-so is giving me this rate. Why is it, you know, so much higher than yours? I'm like, well, because their, their costs are like, you know, there's a balancing act. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I can get the same rate, but it's going to cost you a ton of money.
0: Yeah. But Like I can make that
1: happen, but the costs are, you know, what? What's more important to you, the rate or the cost? Well, both. Okay, well, you can't. There's going to be a choice here (laughs) in in some of the scenario. So it's just about really laying all the cards on the table and like, oh, this is mortgage sales. I'm not selling anything. Mm -mm. I have a product and a set of knowledge that I simply share with people. And if they like what I have to say, then I can help them buy home.
0: Right. That's how I see it. Yeah. Yeah. Now... Obviously, neither of us has a crystal ball, but when you, and I'm kind of putting you on the spot, I'm sorry, but neither of us has a crystal ball. But when you listen to the news, obviously it's national news. It's not just here in central Ohio. So the national news makes it sound like the sky is falling. Interest rates are just going to go sky high. They're never coming down. Um, What... From your, you know, from your, because I know you pay attention to this stuff, obviously, and I know you do your you due diligence and your research and things like that. Yeah. What do you kind of predict? And obviously, we don't have a crystal ball and no one can hold us to this. Yeah. So yeah. that is our, you know, disclaimer. But what, based on your, digging and education do you think is going to happen with the interest rates like do you think that they are going to continue to go up this year do you think they might go down next year so again we're not holding you to yeah, it
1: it's it's just so hard to give any sort of prediction i will say that in january of this year they said that by fall of this year we would be back in the fives we're in the mid sevens still right So that prediction, according to the powers that be, did not come true. And now they're saying by spring of next year, we should be back down in the fives or sixes. I'm not holding my breath on that. My philosophy is that we should be making decisions based on information that we have available now. We can't predict what's going to happen. We can adjust and be flexible as things change in the future but decisions regarding buying a house or interest rates need to be made based on information we have today. Now there's, I believe there was an article that came out, the Fed is expecting a potential, uh, maybe one more hike by the end of the year that can then affect the economic markets which impact our 30 year fixed rate. And then I've seen some other things that we're gonna do one hike at the end and then maybe two drops sometime next year based on some inflation data and things like that. Is it going to be enough to maybe come down by midsummer next year? Maybe, you know, like I said, it's just so hard to predict. And the forecasts we've already seen for this year have been blown up. They're not Mm -hmm. coming true at all. So it's it's just so hard. It's just so hard. Um, You know, I do think that if rates come down, there's going to be a flood of buyers in mm-hmm. the market and prices are going to skyrocket even more than they are. Um, so I think for a buyer that's currently looking, we can always refinance you later when it comes down. But we need to get you in a house now. Yeah. If, if that's something that you want to do.
0: Yeah, I love that you say that because that's what I've been trying to, um, you know, can explain to my buyers that are like, well, the prices are so high, we're just going to wait for rates to come down, and then you know, and I'm like, okay, but if you wait for rates to come down, then everyone else gets I, into it. I heard
1: something the other day. Waiting for rates to come down is like being mad that you didn't buy Apple or Amazon when they first went on the market. I'm going to wait for Amazon to go back to a dollar. Yeah. That's what that's like. Oh, I missed my chance to buy Apple at $2 in 1990. I'm going to wait for it to come back down to
0: $2. Yeah.
1: It's not coming back down to $2. No. So that's what that's like, is like, well, I'm going to wait for rates to come back down to $4. That boat that has gone. Yeah. It doesn't exist anymore. Right. Make decisions based on information available now.
0: Yeah. I totally agree. And I always say, you know, if you can afford the monthly payment at this rate, do it now because you're going to spend less on the house and less over the lifetime of being in there Mm -hmm. than if you wait for rates to come down. So if rates come down, well, then the prices of homes are going to go up and there's going to be much more competition. And then you're going to end up spending more. And if you look at the monthly payment, you know, you actually end up spending more at a lower rate. It's also
1: chasing down payment so maybe they have five percent down at a hundred thousand dollars they got five i got five grand for down payment Mm -hmm. great well that house next year is not going to be worth 110 and you're going to need six grand Mm -hmm. and the the year after that it's going to be 121 okay so it's just it's constantly going up and you're constantly chasing this down payment number that continues to go up as well so now your savings doesn't take you as far you know what I mean? yeah so that's another piece of that that puzzle and um, it's definitely something for buyers to consider.
0: Yeah, I totally agree.
1: Yeah,
0: I agree. Well, thank you so much. I, again, I'm sorry that I put you on the spot, but I love that. Um, it makes me feel good that my thinking is, uh, aligned with your thinking. So yeah, yeah, <laughs> thank yeah. you for and I'm, helping I, you me. Know, I'm
1: not a super, you know, I watch the market. Sure. Yeah. There's a lot, there's a lot of people who really live and breathe in those needy. you know, they're watching, you know, uh, employment numbers and doing all these things to try to figure out, fine tune their rate for the day. Like, I'm watching it from a ten thousand foot view. I'm not like getting down into the weeds every day, but I I know what's going on, and I'm just kind of like, okay, forecasts or forecasts, and let's just let's worry about today.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I love it. I agree. So, if uh, people want to get a hold of you, what's the best way? Is it email, phone?
1: Uh, either way. Phone, email, or they can follow me on Instagram at Loans with Zach. And um, I'm working on some new videos. I've had some compliance stuff I gotta get worked out with videos. <laughs> but new videos will be coming soon. Um, But, yeah, Instagram, call, text, those are the best ways.
0: Perfect. Perfect. I'll put all of that in the show notes as well so that you'll have his phone number, uh, email address, and um, his Instagram handle. Uh, Definitely you'll want to follow him, though. He makes some really good videos. Some of them are funny. They're all knowledgeable. Um, So, I, you know, and I don't mean that your other videos aren't funny. It's just some you do as, like, as fun. Some are funnier than others, for sure. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah.
0: yeah. Aren't we all the same way? Yeah, we're just trying. (laughs) I love it. I love it. Well, thank you so much for joining us. I know you have a busy schedule, so uh, I appreciate you taking the time out. Thank you so
1: much for having me, Sarah. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Thanks so much for tuning in and we'll see you next week on Come to Find Out.